Awesome. Bless you, eh? And uh, is it Kylie? Come on, Kylie. Amazing person you are. You're just so creative and love your spirit. And uh, God really touched you, huh? I love that lipstick. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's your thing? Yeah, you be honest, yeah. Yeah. Sick of your own head. Yeah. Something funny happens. Yeah. Yeah. So you had like, voices and things like that. So what did God do? How did he touch you? So you're hungry. Yeah. yeah. spending time with God this week, I don't think I've ever been able to be that still in front of God. Well, yeah. so you've got a real sense of peace in your heart now. Yeah. Well, it's fantastic. Yeah. Well, bless you. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. That's fantastic. I'll give it yeah. to you. And, uh, you know, God is the God that heals and sets free. Amen. And uh, love to just, uh, just as we prepare to take up the offering this morning, I was, I was just, have you had my heart all the time, but um, this this morning and, and during the week, uh, I just had something I want to share with you this morning as we prepare to take up the offering. First of all, I just want to thank you so much for, uh, for your kind generosity to the house of the Lord. And uh, I know that many of you uh, are not always uh, flush with cash all of the time. And I know for some of you that you, when you come into this place, when you come before the Lord, sometimes it's, a, it's quite a sacrifice. And I know that some of you will have other expenses, other things that you're saving up for. I know people have debts that you're, that you're carrying as well. And sometimes when it comes to uh, giving the offering, sometimes it can be a hard time, it can be a hard thing to do, and sometimes it can be an easy thing to do. Um, but today I want to thank you for your, your kind and generosity. I know that there'll be people here today that you'll be uh, facing some things. And I want to encourage you with this scripture today. And it's in Isaiah chapter 43. Keep going, Dave. In Isaiah chapter 43, in verse 16, it says, Thus saith the Lord, who makes a way in the sea, and he makes a path through the mighty waters. And down in verse 19, it says, And I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Now, I was just thinking about those two concepts. The sea, the sea is a, a way of overwhelming things. The sea is something that you, it's very difficult to harness. I mean, people can uh, harness it with, with, with sails and things like that, but the sea is a beast that you can have no control over. And sometimes you find yourself in a position where you feel overwhelmed with debt, you feel overwhelmed with, with life, and it's those times when it becomes difficult to give, it becomes difficult to, to trust the Lord. But here the Lord says, when you feel like your life is overwhelmed, I will make a way. When you feel like your life is stormy, I will make a way. When it looks like, when it appears, when it seems like, my life, there is no way out of this mess, there is no way out of this debt, where there is no way out, there is no way forward, where it doesn't even look like there's a path. I mean, how do you even make a path through the water? You put a, you run your hand through it, it just closes back up again, it's like it wasn't even there. But the Lord said, I will make a path through it. I will just part the waters for you. 
Some of you here today, you feel like you're overwhelmed with decisions, you're overwhelmed with, uh, with debt or something like that. Uh, but the word of the Lord for you this morning is, I will make a way where there seems no way. I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I will make a road in the wilderness. Sometimes your situation can be like, there's absolutely nothing out there. I don't know. When you're in the wilderness, you get to a position where you don't know which way to turn. <laughs> there's no roads anywhere. There's nothing. You don't know which way is north, which way is south, which way. There's very limited scope on what you can, uh, of understanding. The Lord will say, when there doesn't seem to be a way, when it looks like there's absolutely nothing out there, God will provide and he'll make a way for you. Why don't you just close your eyes and bow your heads this morning. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for every person, every household here today. Lord, as we uh, prepare to give and as we sow into your kingdom, Lord, I pray for those that have uh, struggled today, and I just pray, Lord, Holy Spirit, that you would make a way in their lives today. Lord, where people here that feel overwhelmed, where people here today are facing decisions, I pray today, Holy Spirit, that your word is true and that you'll make a way for them in Jesus' name. Father, today, where it looks like there's absolutely no possibilities, I thank you, Lord, that you are the God of possibilities and that you will make a road, that you will make a path. Father, I speak your blessing of every household here today. I speak your blessing over every business person, every business uh, represented in this house today. Lord, that your abundant blessing be poured out over in Jesus' name. For those that have given faithfully, even those times have been tough, I thank you for them, Lord. And I pray that today, Lord, that the windows of heaven will be opened over their lives in Jesus' name. And all God's people said? Come on, all God's people said? Come on, let's give to the Lord this morning. I want to extend a warm welcome to you this morning on this very chilly morning at minus one degrees up at our house. <laughs> it was. It was super cold, but what a wonderful bay day it is. Amen? And we're really glad that you're here with us this morning. If you're here and you're visiting, we want to extend a really warm welcome to you. We want to say we're so glad you're here today. And uh, over here, we have a visitor lounge. And so after the service today, we would love to catch up with you. We'd love to get to know you personally, offer you a coffee. Footy. 18 today. 18 today. I wonder if Sandy Kirsten's here this morning. Had a birthday yesterday. Sandy, happy birthday. Who else is there? Have you had a birthday this week? Keep your hand up high. We've got some chocolate runners coming out. Boston. Yes, Boston did have a birthday this week. And what about Reuben Moffat? Did he have a birthday? Tuesday. But Tamana had a birthday. There was... Josh Newton was yesterday. Bill Labar. Wow, this is the time to um, have birthdays. You know what? 15 years ago, there was about 17 of us women in the church, and we all had babies within about, I don't know, there's about four born this week, and there's a whole lot of them here now. But there was a whole lot of us all pregnant at the same time. It was, it was quite awesome for everyone else. Hey, what about wedding anniversaries? Anyone celebrating their wedding? No one. No weddings. It's all right. It was too cold to get married probably this weekend. Thomas is okay. Oh, is Thomas here? Thomas is here. Hey, congratulations, Thomas. Why don't you stand up? And your beautiful fiance. We're so happy for you guys. That must mean that we've got other Duxfields in the house. We have. Awesome. Hey, and we've got Stu and Anna. Anna was a Duxfield. She has now moved to a different tribe. Great to have you guys here.
like, hey, can you see this up here? You can stay connected, even if you can't get here on a Sunday morning. We're streaming live, and uh, we're also on Instagram now. So if you're on Instagram, make sure you follow us. So there is a whole lot of ways to stay connected here at Bay City. Hey, um, just one note, with we've got the movie day coming up this Wednesday. It's going to be really exciting. Just remember two things, parents. This is not a drop-off, okay? You cannot drop your kids off to us because there'll be too many kids. So make sure um, groups of kids come with an adult. And, uh, and also, the flyers are not tickets. You don't need a ticket to walk in the door. They're just a flyer, okay? Well, you could. But, uh, no, you can't.
tell when somebody is living in a place of captivity or when somebody's land, the space in which they dwell, is either, it's either full and flourishing or it's empty and the tumbleweeds going through there. I love watching my dad come and preach at 71 years old. And my goodness, there is not a tumbleweed in his life. Not a tumbleweed in his life. I love, it's just an amazing. And it's an example of someone whose life was absolutely full. And he carries on to say, those, of, uh, those who devoured you will be far away. Verse 20, the children born during your sadness or your bereavement or your, your time of loss will yet say in your hearing, in other words, your offspring or what God wants to produce, your children, the, the inheritance, will say in your hearing, in other words, this is something that will bring hope into your life. This place is too small for us. In other words, the land in which, the space in which we currently live is too small for us. The thinking is too small. The generosity is a bit small. We need to get a bit more generous. The, the space, the world, the dimension in which we live, the, the space in which our lives exist is too small for us. The thinking's got a bit small. Everything around me starts to get a bit small and it starts to, when it starts to break up, and so there's those people that have gone through the place of desolation. And then there's a, a new generation that will rise up. And it says, this place is too small for us. That old wineskin, the old way of thinking, it's too small. The old way of doing church, the old way of living my life, the old way of doing this, the old way of doing that, the old way of, of, of how I relate, the old way of how I treat my money, the old way of how we do things, the, whole, the old way of how, of how I used to think. That's too small. I remember in this place, I mean, Bob would have been here. The, 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 the first time we walked into this place, this whole place was just a big shell. Wow, this is a big thing. How can we fill it? Now I'm walking around thinking, which wall can I take out? And Bob's here to hear it. My dad's here to hear it. Some of you here. You'll hear, again, there's a, a generation that would say, and you'll hear it in your, in your lifetime, that this place is too small for us. We need a bigger place. It's too small for what God wants to do in our lives. My thinking is too small for what God wants to do. The way I behave, the way I live, the way I give, everything about the, my existence becomes too small when God wants to do something big. Give us more space for us to live in. In other words, open up for our lives. Open up more space to be filled or occupied. Open up more space. Where in your life today is there a, a space gap in your life? Where do we need to open up more space in, your, in our emotions? Where do we need to make up more space, open up more space in our hearts, in our spirits, in our lives? Where can we open up more space, not for the sake of creating space, so some, that God could fill it with his glory? Oh, come on, somebody sit your seat. When was the last time you had a, did something exciting? When was the last time you, you went to the edge on something? In other words, he's saying, open up more space. I don't know about you, but I'm, I feel in my heart the, the sense of God wanting to do something. But as soon as I, I know that God wants to do something, I start to feel that there's constrictions around me. Something's got to shift. How do I, how do I overcome this? There is a, uh, there'll be parts of my emotions. There'll be parts of my thinking. You're thinking too small. You're, you're behaving too small. You're, you're, you're still, in this part of your life, your emotions are still like a child. When your emotions are like that, you'll start to restrict and start to confine yourself. God wants to open up more space in your life. God wants to open up more space in your home. God wants to make up more space in your business. You Maybe you're here and you're a businessman or a businesswoman, and, you're, and this is the parameter of your business. I can tell you now, God wants to open up new space and to fill it. You'll see that one day this place will be way too small. That's why I'm still thinking. I'm looking for land. Why? Because I sense the bigness of God. I sense the bigness of God. There are some attitudes that won't, 
they simply cannot be tolerated in my life anymore simply because they will constrict the plans and purposes of God. There are some people that you've got to just get around your life that will help you, that will help enlarge you. I won't get onto that right now, but uh, you hear the word that God wants to lift us up into a new dimension. Dimension simply means this. A dimension is, one, it's a level of existence or consciousness, a, le- a level of awareness, a level of awareness. And when you come to Christ, when you, I don't know about you, but you come into, when you come into a new dimension, it's kind of like, well, I didn't even know that ever existed. It's, like, it's a whole different world. It's a completely, when you shift from one dimension of living into a new dimension of living, it is a whole different world. I've been with business people, and I, 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 I know the dimension that I, that's, that's familiar to me. Uh, as, as a child, you know, you're growing up and you think in, in terms of monetary. I'll, I'll use monetary because it's kind of an easy thing to, to get a grip on. Uh, when, you're, when you're a young person, it's like $10. Even $2, look, mum, look, dad, I found a dollar. Whoa. You're excited for them, but I mean, you think, well, it's only a dollar. But it's actually for the dimension of thinking, for the level of existence, for the level of awareness, that is a huge thing. And then it grows, that $10. And next thing you know, they're, they're starting to measure uh, how much to go to, how much for an iPad. And they'll start to... Whoa, it's hundreds and not one dollar, and they start to work out. Well, that's a whole new dimension of thinking, right there to save up one dollar to ten dollars. But then you progress through into a car, and then you're going to buy a car, and it's going to be a thousand dollars. It's a whole new dimension of thinking. It's a whole new dimension of living when you start to deal with this sort of dimension of this sort of level of of, of money. I've been, to, been with some business business people, and they're talking about doing deals worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And I'm thinking, I can't even comprehend that. It's the same thing where uh, when you become a Christian, when you receive Jesus Christ into your heart, you get so used to living in a, in a dimension that's just materialistic. And all of a sudden, somebody opens up your eyes or opens up your senses of awareness to a greater power. You thought you knew love until somebody else come into your life and opened up a whole new dimension of what love really is. You thought you knew what hope was until you thought until somebody introduced to you a whole new dimension of hope. You thought you knew what grace was, a measure of grace, until somebody introduced to you a measure of grace that is far above whatever you could ever imagine. You thought your life had meaning and purpose until all of a sudden you discovered something inside of you that opened up your awareness to a whole new level. I didn't even know I had it in me. I really didn't know. Until a cell group leader, a home group leader, or one of the church family came and encouraged me and pointed out something. Hey, I see this in you. Yeah, you do. It opened up a whole new dimension. I can tell you right now, there are people that have emerged from this place simply because somebody pointed out or discovered something about their life that only God could fill. Only God could fill, and it opened up their life to a whole new dimension. Their life was operating kind of like this. There was a little circle of friends, and and that was about it. We used to go to the pub and drink and get drunk and vomit and then go home, and and that was the extent of my life. I'm not talking about me, I just... Then God touched my life, and he opened up a new dimension. And now, I travel the world and bring the gospel and bring hope to people. See, there are infinite dimensions to God. The range, the, the, the level of a, a dimension is the, the range or measure over a degree or which something extends. The range of our influence, I mean, your influence, you may see yourself as somebody small, insignificant. But God wants to expand your horizons. God wants to expand your sphere of influence. God wants you to come up another level, come up another level in your thinking. Uh, The word space simply means a a continuous area or expanse which is free, available, vacant, unoccupied, or void. And for some people, 
there's a part of their life that is missing. For some people I know, they've, uh, they've wanted to have kids and they've been unable to have kids. There's a part of your life, there's a space that's missing. For some people, it's in their emotions. There's a part of your emotions, there's a space, there's a void there. See, God wants to come into that part of your life and bring healing and fulfillment. You come to the Freedom Retreat, you come to Elijah House, there's a school going on right now. That's God wanting to come into people's lives, bring healing and help people discover something that they didn't know about, help discover or put an answer to the space or an answer to the gap, or, and not just fill that void, but open up a whole new void, a whole new space, a whole new dimension of living. That's the plan and purpose of God for your life. I believe that that's what God wants to do in our lives right now. Um, I, I do sense it uh, very strongly. Uh, the, another, one, another way you could describe spa- a space in our life was the gap of where you are in your life right now and where God has called you to be. Where you are in your life right now and the God where God has called you to be. There's often a big divide, and often we're, we're, we're aware of that space of where we are in our life now and where God has for us to be. And that space there is not just to remain void through our life. And I believe that there is a, we're a season right now where God has wanted to fill the spaces and fill the voids in our life, open up new spaces, open up new opportunities so that we could fill, but also fill and heal the gaps and the pain in our life. You can look at space the two different ways. There are, there are places in our world that need to be, they are unoccupied but need to be occupied. There are places in the, the marketplace that are unoccupied but now need to be occupied. There are places in our heart that need to be, that are unoccupied but need to be occupied. There are places in our heart that are right now shut up but actually need to be opened up and occupied and filled. I want to encourage you today, I just really haven't got the time, but I want to unpack it over the next little while, and I know that you're going to be really inspired and lifted up. I wonder right now for you, what spaces have been shut up in your life that God wants to open up? I wonder what holes in your life that have been void, but God wants to come and fill. See, God is in the, in the business of filling voids and filling gaps in our lives. Maybe you're in a place where you need hope. Maybe you're in a place where you just, you don't even know what you're looking for. It's a spiritual void. It's a spiritual gap in your life. And the only person that can fill that is Jesus Christ. Today, you have the opportunity to open up your life and to receive him. You can have the opportunity just right now that you'll just open up your heart and just receive his presence into your life. For some people here, you'll be fine that there'll be emotional spaces, there'll be emotional voids inside of your life that God wants to come in and fill. For other people here, you're in a good emotional place, but there are great other things that God wants to open up for you to fill. There's opportunities, there's places in our community, there's places in the world around you that God wants to open up and fill. You were designed for this, you were designed for big things. You may say in your heart, but I don't have this, but I don't have that. I'm going to help you over the next few weeks to be able to get through some of these thinking and help you get through some of these internal patterns because everything that happens out there starts from in here. For this young man to disrupt a space market and open up the way for people that previously didn't have access to space, he had a dream. It started from here. There's a great space for you to fill. Great things God wants to do in your life. Great things what God wants to do with us. The question is, would we be willing to do what it takes to open up, to do what it takes to commit? As we do that, God's going to open up a world of opportunities. I can tell you right now, in the days to come, there's going to be awakening in the hearts of people. Even right now, you'll start to be feeling a stirring. Maybe you're feeling a tension. Maybe you're feeling a pressure. I want to start to speak into that next week. Because one of the things, when you open up into a new dimension, when you open up into a new dimension of freedom, when you open up into a new dimension of, of, of blessing, there's always a pressure that you've got to break through. There's always a pressure barrier. And I know right now there, there'll be people here, you'll be facing pressure. 
You'll be maybe facing pressure financially. Maybe there's emotional stuff. Maybe you're just grumpy. Maybe you've got doubt inside of your heart. Maybe there's just things going on. Maybe you're, you, you haven't long been saved and you're starting to question about this whole church thing or you're being starting to question God. Or that will be a pressure that comes around people to destroy and disrupt what God wants to do in your life. May I encourage you today, hang on in there. Hang on in there. Believe, lift up your eyes. I can tell you there's probably times when this guy thought about quitting. Is it all worth it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It is absolutely worth it. It is absolutely worth it. Absolutely worth it. In Ephesians chapter 1, our God is going to close on this. The man of God starts to speak. It is God who fills all things in every way. All things in every way. God wants to fill your life to, with afresh today. Can we just stand to your feet and just lift your hands up? I've really only just given you an introduction this morning. Uh, but I know in my heart, I can feel it. That God will open. He is opening up new spaces. Opening up new spaces in business. Opening up new spaces of influence. Opening up new spaces of opportunity. Opening up new ideas. Opening up things that you never thought were possible. He will open them up. He will make a way. For some of you, start to feel a restlessness. That the place that I live in is just too small. I need to become a bit more generous. I need to start to enlarge my capacity. I need to reach a little bit higher. The space is for you and I to open up and to fill. Maybe it's in your neighborhood. Maybe it's in your family. Maybe it's in your emotions. Wherever it is, there are infinite dimensions to this. But it's the heart of God that we won't be confined, that salvation would open us into a new place. Just lift your hands up. Holy Spirit, I thank you for every person in this place today. I thank you, Lord, that you're enlarging us as, as individuals and you're enlarging us as a church. I pray today for every family, every household represented here. For those that are facing pressure, I pray today, Holy Spirit, that you'll come and that you'll strengthen their lives today in Jesus' name. For those who have got a void or a hole in their heart, there's something that's just missing inside of their life. Lord, we just invite your presence just to come into there right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for the, the great things that you have for every one of us. Lord, we've become, we have become complacent. Lord, we've just sat down in our heart and just settled. I pray today, Holy Spirit, that your fire would come back into our lives afresh that you lift up our eyes. Lord, that you lift our spirits. Lord, that you'd show us again what, what is possible. Lord, I thank you that you make a way where there seems no way. Lord, you make a path in the wilderness. Lord, you put streams in the desert. You make a way through the sea. Lord, as you prophesied it over your people back then, Thank you, Lord, that you're speaking it over our lives today, that you'll make a way in Jesus' name. Touch, Holy Spirit. Come, fill our lives afresh again. Come, Holy Spirit. Even if you're here right now and you don't know Jesus, all you've got to do is just open up your heart and say, Lord, fill my life. Ask him into your heart. For those that have got emotional voids inside of your life, he can make a way where there seems no way. 
Lord, we just invite your presence afresh into our lives. Thank you that you're about to do something real powerful with us in the church. That a new dimension of heaven is about to be opened in our lives. Thank you, Lord, for the people here that, Lord, you've already set in place to be great missionaries, to be great pastors, to be great evangelists, to walk in signs and wonders, to walk in dimensions of heaven yet seen on earth. Enlarge us, we pray, in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, come on, all God's people said, your word. Come on, let's just worship them. I encourage you to come along. Like I said, I've only just started to unpack it because there was so much that God wants to do. Over the next couple of Sundays, I'm going to talk about uh, some of the barriers and give you some more practical things about how you can start to open up into new territory, open up into a new places of enlargement. Come along, it's going to be absolutely fantastic. Come on, let's worship him this morning.